Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 116 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. And this is Mark Vila. And today we're here to talk about your master plan for 2020. Yep. Surprise. You you should have one. Yeah. <laughs> and also congratulations on making it if this is your first year in business. Really congratulations on making it through your first year. If it's your 10th year in business, congratulations for making it through yeah, your 10th year. Yeah, you're here. You made it. Yeah. And uh, so... Uh, I'll, I'll give a, a small apology. We wanted to do this earlier. Yes. I've been sick as heck and uh, just catching up. And I was just never in a podcast mood, honestly. My energy level, my cough, and nobody wants to hear what me What color cough. is that on your mood ring? <laughs> um, no, mood? it was like this weird greenish color. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was, that makes sense. Uh, puke green, I think. Okay, nice. <laughs> no, uh, but um, anyway... So we're here to, as Mark said, you've, if last year you just started your business, then congratulations, you made it because you're listening to this and you're still in business. Or if you've been in business for a long time, again, congratulations, you're still going, you're still listening to this stuff, you're still educating yourself and you're still in business. You're doing way better than most other folks out there who've had a dream. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's really, you have to pat yourself on the back and you're taking this step. So um, you said, you know, uh, surprise, you have to have a plan. Yeah, exactly. And I hope that you've taken uh, the opportunity to listen to episode 115. We're going to be referring to it mm-hmm. uh, several times throughout this one. And uh, that was all about your uh, about 2019 in review on kind of like how to figure out what you want to do this year. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And because what you want to do is... Um, uh, go back and re- when you review your year, you're going to get some information, some data points, some things to reference that you're going to go ahead and use to make that plan. Yeah, And that's what's really important in that. Now, if you're um, new in business, I think a lot of this still you know, to comes into effect and, and, and is good for you. But, you know, they, the saying is, you know, uh, History is destined to repeat itself, you know, or if you, if you don't, what, how exactly does it go? If you don't understand history, if you don't learn history, you're destined to repeat it. So it's something one of, like it's that. one of those. So the reason why you want to go back and review your 2019 is because if you're trying to have a better year yeah, or you're trying to avoid making mistakes, you're trying to grow your business, you're trying to do all of these things are in the positive direction. If you don't look back at what you did before, you don't know what to repeat and you don't know what's not to repeat. That's really true or else you're just going to be reacting to any opportunities yeah. and anything that happens to you. And you could get lucky and you could be successful that way, but you'll be much more successful if you take a few minutes and look at 2020 as a whole mm-hmm. and kind of figure out uh, which one of these three things that we're going to talk about yeah. that you want to do this coming year to make yourself more successful. Yeah, and, and uh, that's great. And I have one more thought on it too is... What, ha- what can happen with a business owner or really just anybody in general um, in life is you think 2019 was pretty good for me. Yeah. I did well. I'll do the same thing. Right. And uh, that that is at first glance, that's a great idea. Yeah. Right. You d- like you did well, do the same thing. But also there are a hundred percent, there were a bunch of things you didn't do well. Yeah. And this is Absolutely. what, this is part of this exercise is getting rid of that and filling it in with more of the stuff that you did well. And this is not just for a small company. It's not just for you guys, because we went through this exercise too. Yeah. When I was developing the marketing budget for Cold SE for 2020, I mean, that's what I did. We had an amazing year, one of our best year ever. Mm-hmm. And we continually to continue to do that um, in the past three years. We've had our best year ever. And so there's a lot of things that we're doing right. Nevertheless, I go, I, I go back and look through everything what are the things that we did the least right mm-hmm. or were the least successful, even though they may have been winners? You know, what can we do more of yeah. that would make us more money or make us more successful this yeah, year? Yeah. And, and Mark and I have been working together doing the marketing here for, um, I don't even know how long. It's like it's six, long seven time. years together. Yeah. You know, and and as we're working together, there, you know, we every year, every few months, every so often, we continually review, which um, is... 
I would say we can just say we can just accredit a hundred percent of it is to the fact that we continually do that and then eventually yeah really yeah good. yeah we'll the just, secret is charts well yeah <laughs> the secret is charts we'll just take all the credit yeah I think no. so um, but you and your company you you may have a team it might just be you so let's get right into it all and I think yeah talk about what we're gonna do talk about the plan you start me okay so. Um, we kind of broke down to three different things. Yeah. We said, um, what do you want to do for your 2020? And it's, you want to do three things. You want to do more of what works, um, spend more on what worked, right? Um, or do some new things. Yeah. Okay. And, and we we're going to talk about what those three things mean. Yep. And um, if you're brand new in business, everything is number three. <laughs> um, right. But the first two are really important, so you're going to want to listen to that. Yeah, so. but but you can tell, do more of what works. You have to know what works, mm -hmm. right? You can't just have this idea, this memory, oh yeah, I remember that I did a show in February that was really good. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you mean by that? Was it, was it really good or did you just have a good time doing the show? Did you sell a lot of shirts but not make a lot of money because you had to sell it for cheaper? Mm -hmm. Did you have your best sales ever? But the show is so expensive to do that um, you actually just broke even. So you really have to know what works. And doing more of what works is just a, a huge, it'll be a huge boost for you. Yeah, and this is where we're going to go back to what we did in the last episode. And you're going to look at some of what you did last year. Yeah. And you'd say um, some of the things, just a quick reference of them are um, what were your best orders Yep. your most profitable orders, um, who were some of your best customers, your most profitable customers, and also uh, what were your biggest successes, uh, what were customers you, and jobs you liked doing. Yeah, so that's really important. Part of it is um, part of it is enjoyment. Like you said, you really yep. like doing the show. Yep. Um, and, and that's that fictional story. Um, the other part of it is how well did it do for you? Did you get a lot of business and was it profitable business and did you have good customers from there? And when you tie all those things together, hopefully you can come up with a few things that you that you did or do yeah. that it's time to replicate. So, yeah, so I, I would say, you know, like like we have here, if, if events is part of your business, like mm -hmm. it is for many of our customers, then if local events is part of your business and you've looked back at 2019 and you've identified that, yes, um, I don't mind doing them. Uh, they make me a lot of money. It's mm -hmm. a big percentage of my business. Um, good for the future. leads to more business. Then can you actually do more of that? Right? Can you do, can you do more events? Um, do you have the time to do more events? Mm -hmm. Right? Do you have the, um, the inventory to do more events? Uh, do you have the will? The will you know, to do, do you, more. Are you actually going to get up and do it? Yeah, they're, they're exhausting. exhausting. One of the things um, to think about in here is, so you, within your business, you have a finite amount of um, time that you can work. Yep. And that you're, that you're willing to work or you're able to work. And that time is a resource. We've talked about it like in, in podcasts before about time being valuable to you. So if, let's just use the events as an example. Yeah. Um, but we can replace it with anything that is actually physically you doing things. Yep. So going to events or meeting people or going to luncheons or, you know, B&I meetings, whatever yep. it is. So um, you say, well, yeah, I love the events. They're great for me. I don't have the time to do anymore. So, yeah. And I would challenge you to say, is there something else you're doing that you cannot do and right. replace it? with the event. Yeah, remember, these are how you're going to be successful. Mm -hmm. This is what you said. And everything that we talk about, all these different things, it's gonna mm -hmm. be some combination of weight, of time and money, mm -hmm. or both together. Yeah. Right, so if you can kind of put these into the categories, like going to an event takes takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. It takes some money, depending on your on your on the price of the event. Mm -hmm. um, going out and physically selling, Takes a huge amount of time, but not a lot of money. That, like you mean, uh, like, just like getting in the, the road, car with the, yeah, mm -hmm. do door to door. Mm -hmm. um, joining more uh, lead groups like BNI and things like that uh, is another time and maybe a little bit of money, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you've got to kind of kind of look at these and figure out if these, you know, where these physical things fall in your marketing plan for 2020 and look at them since they're all primarily time 
is to recognize the value of your time and then figure out, do you have the time to do to invest more in these things? Yeah, and you may find, just like our business and many other businesses, that there might not be a clear leader. Yes. You might say, well, the going to the Chamber of Commerce, I got a few good customers there. Uh, going to a BNI, I got a few good customers there. And going to events, I got a few good customers there. I feel like I've reached the max where I can go to all of these things. And that's where, for one, you might have that initial impression. And if you really look at yeah. all those customers, look at the value of all of them. Are there... Do you get more referrals through one group? Do you, are the orders bigger for one of them? Maybe every time you go to an event, you make pretty darn good money. Yeah. But when you really break it down, all of those um, meetups that you go to, like the Chamber of Commerce luncheon, yeah. luncheons and things like that, you find that not only do you get some customers, you don't make as much money as once, but you get a lot of referrals from that too. Right. So at that point in time, you could look and you could you could make a decision to say, I went to 10 of these events last year. If I if I cut out one, could I have gone to something else? Yeah. That was more like I like that. the winner. Out of and, those 10, yeah. which is which was the least yeah. successful for you and then try to add one or two more. Yeah, so I would say as an example, maybe you do um um, like a market style where you go to like those farmers yeah, market on the events yeah. on the weekends. And maybe um, when it's particularly hot or cold out, you didn't make a bunch of money. Yeah. So maybe you just say, you talk to the organizer and you say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to start it in, um, until June this year, or I'm going yeah. to, um, I'm going to do it all the way up through June. And then I'll start back up again in October and make sure you can make a deal like that with them. And then during those times where the event wasn't that busy because it was too hot or too rainy or too cold, yep. you know, or whatever it might be, or just a slower season um, in general in your market, then during that time, you pull that time and money out of there and you figure out, is there another group I can join? Yeah. Is there um, a, a young entrepreneurs group or an old entrepreneurs group right. um, or, or whatever it is, another group you can join and take that little bit of money you would have put into those events and, yeah. and risk it by putting it into something else that you know. And it well. is important to, to triage these things. We've got an example right here at Cold Essie. Um, Anna, one of our salespeople, um, makes and sells dog treats on the weekends at markets. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're awesome. Um, and she used to do a smaller market here in Tampa that was pretty successful. She did that all the time and then got the opportunity to do what turned out to be a bigger and much more successful market mm -hmm. in another nearby city. Oh, okay. So if it's on the same days, you know, you've got to be willing to look, okay, well, I do well at this event, but you know, there's the same kind of event close by that's four times bigger. Mm -hmm. If I do that instead, I should make two or three times the money. Yeah. You know, you can, you can make decisions like that, but only if you're looking at your business this way. And and all of these are, there is risk involved in these decisions, mm -hmm. right? The safe thing to do is to say, I'm just going to do exactly what I did in 2019 yeah. because I feel safe and I did. And I think there's, I don't feel there's any risk, even right. though there is. Because yep. time changes and the world changes. Yep. Uh, it feels like less risk. So I would I would encourage everybody to push that comfort zone to find some risks to take. Um, but they're educated, thought out, and yeah. if you can convince yourself on why it's a good decision, then you'll you'll feel really good about taking that risk. Because Anna could have gone to that other market and not and made a dime, yeah. even though it was it was uh, uh, potentially bigger and better with more people. Yeah, um, she could have failed there because this market over here just happened to have a bunch of people willing to buy that stuff. Yeah. And maybe in that other market there wasn't. So th there was risk, but apparently it worked out for her because it sounds like she's yeah, continues well. to do that. So, so the, so <clears throat> the, but it's not just in, in this kind of one market versus another or one club versus another. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, um, we're going to, to talk about, you know, changing, um, changing both, you know, time and, and money, you know, mm -hmm. risk. But for example, speaking of events, Coldesi used to do trade shows. And when I say used to do trade shows, I mean we would host 10 a year. Yeah. Um, and we would attend probably another 10. Mm -hmm. You know, so it used to be an integral part of our business, just like it is for a lot of equipment dealers. You may have been to a trade show for NBM or ISS or SGIA, 
you know, there's a lot of vendors there. And with very few exceptions, you'll notice that Coldesi is not there. Mm. And we're not there because while we were successful, if we go to a trade show, we took a look at the money and the time that we invested in those went, wait a minute, mm -hmm. you know, from one year to the next, this is not the right place for us to be investing our time and money. Mm -hmm. So we had been bringing up our digital advertising and we've been more focused on customer service. So we took that investment and we put it into different ads and we put it into more service people. Yeah. And, and we also put it into um, things like taking a risk with this podcast. Mm -hmm. And we're going to take so many hours Wait, out of they, our month. I was just going to say, they don't pay us for this. Yeah. They don't pay us no, for this. Exactly. For this. So so we, we said, let's do this. It's hours out of our month. Yes. But part of what we're doing here is we're, t we're creating long, sustainable content for our customers and our potential customers to educate them and show them that we're a company... Coldesi is a company that uh, wants to provide education, yeah, wants to help yeah, them yeah. out and things like that. And that's something that we did, you could say, instead of trade shows. This is one that's of the true. things. Because if true. we were doing um, 20 shows a year, we might yeah. not be doing this. I, I do want to specify, though, that it was completely Mark Vila's idea to do this. <laughs> because I had never heard of podcasts before, oh, he, uh, yeah. before he brought it to me. Yeah, so. I forgot about that. That's funny, though. Yeah. Um, so um, the last thing that we didn't talk too much and just a couple in a notes here yeah. on it was um, just about going on more sales calls. Yep. yep. Um, that's an interesting one. You may have found that you really rarely did sales calls, meaning that you took some samples and some business cards and flyers and you got in your car and you stopped at a bunch of places and yep. passed your stuff out. And maybe you didn't love doing that too much. Yeah. Um, but... Possibly you got a bunch of business. <laughs> right. So, Which is the worst combination of things. Yeah. So um, that's, again, uh, an encouragement of saying, you know what? I go to this uh, luncheon once a month or I go to this event or this meeting once a month and it's great. But honestly, I've gotten like two customers out of it. Right. And even though it's, it's fun and I like it and it's social, uh, maybe I every other one I don't go to and I take that time. And I use it to go out and um, pass out, you know, stop by businesses yeah. and introduce, introduce myself. Introduce yourself, yeah. And even though that's a little less out of my comfort zone, I know I'm going to make more money. And then the thing is, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get at it. Yeah. Just like anything else. And this is definitely, you know, a point where you want to start, start, you know, take out your notepad and start writing your notes. Mm -hmm. Because what you're, what you're going to do is you're going to find that... Um, there's a difference between the time to do something and the will to do something, mm -hmm. right? I have the time to do many things and the will to do only several things, right? So if, if that's where you are in the sales process, in going to group meetings and doing events, you know, you've got to recognize that it's significantly more profitable to do X. And even if you don't enjoy it, you know, the time is worth it. Um, yes. Be realistic. Can you make yourself do that? Mm -hmm. Or can you find somebody to do it for it's, you? It's easy to say so, so many things that we're going to do. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to make 10 sales calls every day. Mm -hmm. That's specifically something I used to say yeah. to myself all the time. And yeah. after three, I'd end up at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we do it with everything else in our lives. I'm going to sleep more. I'm going to do this more, this less, things like that. So um, it, as part of your plan, you got to think of what are some things you realistically can do and will do and don't allow uh, an excuse of I don't have the time to do it because yeah. that's really everybody knows you go and you see an old friend oh my gosh I, I would have loved to called you or yeah, had lunch yeah. with you I didn't I have time too busy I don't have time and what that really means is you, you both did have the time you didn't prioritize you didn't it. prioritize it um, or you didn't have the will because you say you know what uh, Janice is a nice lady, but gosh, after about eight minutes of lunch with her, I can't stand talking to her, even though I like her a lot. You <laughs> yeah. know, even though even though I like her a lot and she's a good friend and I would do a favor for her, I really don't want to have lunch with her. And it's hard to admit that to yourself sometimes. And you could do that with the sales calls. Yeah. I'm going to make 10 sales calls a week, but you really don't like doing it. So you make an excuse and you tell yourself you don't have time and you're just kidding yourself. So, yeah. so, um, so be, it's, be self-aware. It's almost like that the, everything that we've talked about so far does have to do with time. Mm -hmm. You know, because we're talking about things that the major investment isn't necessary ca necessarily cash. Mm -hmm. 
the it's it's your time and, and time out of your schedule. Especially for um, small business owner. Yeah. If you've got between like one and five employees, you're probably in your your time is very integral into the business. Yeah. Compared to somebody who owns um, a you know a franchise of a restaurant. They they may or may not be yep. there doing yep. doing work on a daily basis. And so. if if and and we understand, believe me, that a lot of you this is your side hustle as well. Yeah. So you know you've got limited time um, after work or on weekends or when you don't have your kids. So you know making these decisions based on profitability is super important. Yeah. And a, another thing, and this is um, when it comes to this time and what you can do, and especially for side hustlers. Yeah. Right. Um, if you work a full-time job or a part-time job, and this is your other part-time job or yeah. your dream, all right, you have to make the decision of how, and this is just a fact, how bad do you want it? Yeah. Okay? Because if you want it, if you kind of want it and you're and you're into it, um, then you'll still binge watch the entire Game of Thrones on a Sunday. <laughs> okay? Um, you That's kinda, very close to home. And you'll say, oh, I, I want it, you know, um, I want to do it, but I deserve this day. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And, it, and, so that's a, and that's fine. Yeah. Because you can still go on or in your side hustle and do well and make money and, uh, and enjoy it. And yeah. then on Sundays, binge watch shows. Yeah. You can do that. And if that's what you want. But ask yourself the question, is that what you want? And if you say, no, I want to quit my full-time job and I, and I want this to be the dream, yeah. then you've got to make that decision on that day to say, I'm, I'm not going to watch any TV until <sighs> springtime. And I'm going to spend all of that time working. And I'm not saying that that That's is... That's a high price to pay. It is. It, it's not... Um, I'm not going to do that. Right. Okay? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to do that. That's not me. Um, my, you know, my dream is to... Uh, work here with the folks at Coldesi yep. and put a bunch of time into that. And I have side hustle ideas I like, yeah. but really my passion still always lies here yep. and my passion lies with some of my family time. So you balance that. That's yeah, really that's, just the that's point. A great you got to find what it's, what's, what you want. And uh, we have customers that that side hustle thing, they pounded it really hard yeah. for a year and then they got to a spot where they wanted and then, and now they're sitting back. Yeah. Now, now they're uh, now they're catching up on all those TV shows. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, so next one. Yeah. So the next one is is kind of uh, spending more money. Mm -hmm. You know, right? It's it's you're not just triaging your time from last year, finding out what was successful. Mm -hmm. You're you're looking at things that you invested in. Specifically, if you purchased ads, if you're doing any advertising, whether it's digital or in print, you know what worked. Mm -hmm. Um, and um, how can you make that work? How can you make your money work better for you? Mm -hmm. And this could work for, um, like you mentioned, ads. You could be um, purchasing ads online, yep. and you increase the amount of money you're spending online. Um, one example we talked about when we were first chatting about this is, um, like, it, it, if you purchased like a uh, where my daughter goes to school, I see these big banners on the fence. Okay. that are purchased by local small businesses. And one of them is like a print shop. Okay. And uh, I was thinking about that, and I said, well, that banner probably costs them a certain amount of money to have that up there all year. I have no clue what it was, $1,000, right. $10,000, I have no idea. But they put that money there. And if you do something like that, you know, a lot of our customers do, they, um, advert they do some sort of a local advertising, whether it's in a school or... Uh, Diner placemats. I know oh, that's yeah. one of your. It's one of my favorites. The menus. The menu. Um, or maybe it's. Really. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know what it might be. I want to make sure these people know when we're being sarcastic. <laughs> Could be a penny um, saver if you leave in one. If, yeah, one I mean, of those it might places. be any of those things. One of my friends has a small business, and he puts it in those. Uh, those like super niche community newsletters, yeah, yeah, like yeah. where it's like an actual community name, and they're all the same. Yeah, you know, but they. And he said that he, it's like 200 bucks. He's like, I put it in there every time. I get a phone call every single time that letter gets delivered once so, a month. But, but, so we're still in the category, though, of you're already doing this You're stuff. doing this. You know what works, mm -hmm. and you're talking about investing more in what works. And it just doesn't, it doesn't have to be in like in magazine ads or newspaper ads or banners. If you are doing a market mm -hmm. that's super successful, maybe one of the options that you... 
Maybe you don't have the extra time to do two markets on that day. Maybe you have the money you can invest and experiment with doing something、uh, twice twice as much space. Yeah. Or have an extra person there to help you manage the the workload. Or, or buy a more premium spot. Yeah. Or get two spots in the、or、same market. Or get two spots.、Um, and so you could,、uh, if you're talking about going to markets or something like that, or events, you could buy a bigger booth, a better booth, or more than one booth. Yep. If you're talking about things like advertising.、Um, At a local sports park, or a little league, or a school, or something like that, doing it at another school. Yep. Or getting a、um, a bigger banner if you can do that. You know, something、yep. like that. You can invest more money into that,、um, and、uh, or or more placemats. Yeah, more. You you could do more, more placemats、yeah. if that actually worked.、Um, and but there's there's all different types of things that you might do because I, I'll tell you when you look at. Um, small businesses of all sorts—they do all different types of things to get、yeah. business. There's one—I think about my neighborhood, and we did、um, a lawn thing recently. Yep, that's right. right.、Um, and if you're not familiar with what it is, you'll see it、um, on our YouTube. You channel. You should go find that. It's Bayview, it's right? Cool, Bayview Lawn. Yeah, it's, it's a、awesome. cool video talking about our services.、Um, Mentioning specifically coldessigraphics.com.、Yeah. If you haven't used that service yet, you should. You're, yeah, you're yeah. going to be impressed. Yeah.、Um, if you're not, just email the, me because the, they mean, blow me away. I mean, amazing digitizing, especially. Yeah. So,、um, but saying that in, in my neighborhood, there are、um, lawn service companies that do the、um, like, uh, chemical treatments yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. One of them、um, drops flyers in mailboxes. The other one、um, puts a little business card. Like in the the flag of your mailbox. Another one, they I see them knocking on doors. Okay.、Uh, um, another one, you know, another one actually does a mailer, right? Right. All of them have people in our neighborhood. Right. You know, another one、um, advertises in the local paper in the little thing. So it's like there's five or six that I've seen. They all advertise different, and it's all successful. You got to find the stuff that works for you. And I would say. The way that one of those companies, I would say, to do it is if dropping the flyers in the mail is getting you business in these neighborhoods, do more, buy more flyers, and go <laughs>、yeah. to more neighborhoods. So, so I think I think like here's one of the fundamental pr- principles. Like I'm I'm an internet marketer,、mm-hmm. right? So I love to find people online and find what they want and encourage them to buy. So、um, my philosophy with paid ads is if I can spend a dollar and make two dollars back.、Mm-hmm. That's a serious win. You've got to make that decision yourself because I know like cash is tight、mm-hmm. and it's hard to spend money. But when you look at it as an investment instead, like you're the lawn care company, if you spend you know a thousand dollars on postcards for a big neighborhood,、mm-hmm. you know, and you make ten thousand dollars from that. I would see how many thousand dollars I can possibly find in my sofa cushions, yeah, and spend as much as I can because that's an amazing ROI. So the the risk with that is is and and the challenge with it, and maybe you could tell me how、yeah. how might this overcome, is that、um, a, a business owner they they do spend a thousand dollars on these、um, flyers or whatever it might yes. be. Yes, insert anything that you that you do that you spend money on.、Um, you so you take out your You call the company that makes this for you or、yep. does it for you, and you give them your credit card, and they send you the invoice, and、yep. you pay, give them a thousand dollars. Yes.、Um, how do I? But my credit card's only got like two thousand on it, and、yeah. there's another thousand dollars worth of stuff I'm going to spend. Yes. So、um, how do you get out of there? And I think that's a loaded question, but maybe you could point them to other podcasts. It, it is. Well, there, there, there's a couple of things that you that you can do, and Um, this is one of the de- decisions that you make. You can only invest more time in things, doing more, doing more things if you have more time. Yes. Right.、Mm-hmm. So if you don't have more time, I can't go down to the bank and borrow time.、Mm-hmm. You know, there's、mm-hmm. no time credit card. Yeah. So it's it's the same thing with money. If you've got the funds where you can reinvest, then and you've got something that demonstrably makes you more money than you invest. Then spend it all on that. If you don't have the space on your credit card for it, then you've got to put that in your plan for 2020 and make the space.、Mm-hmm. You know, find those things that you spent last year, and don't buy those things.、Mm-hmm. You know, take take triage your your payments from things that are less successful to things that are potentially more successful.、Mm-hmm. And you could lose. 
Yeah. I mean, we do that all. We talk about that all the time. We fail all the time,、mm-hmm. you know. But when it's worth it, because once you hit something, like if you've seen our digital heat FX ads on Facebook a thousand times, there's a reason because that one won. Yeah,、mm-hmm. and it won in a big way. So we invested a lot of money in testing different things, and then when you find the winner, you invest more. And in and we've advertised.、Um, there's some products that that. Don't work on Facebook. So it's not just like、no. that. It's not an advertisement to advertise on Facebook.、Mm-hmm. It just so happens to be we found a formula that、yes. works to reach the right people.、Yeah. It's the people who want to buy apparel from you, who would buy apparel from you if they knew you existed. Yep.、Um, and、uh, and finding them, and that's a challenge. So、um, one other thing I would say is when you. Um, for one, if you are spending money on other things in marketing or yeah, sales, yeah, and you find that that those don't they bring you some business, but not as much as you'd like to, just don't spend the money on that. And it might only be it might you might do eight hundred dollars worth of flyers, and you might、yeah. spend two hundred on doing、um, paying some company to do some sort of a social media thing for you, and you're giving them two hundred dollars a month, right? And you're like, yeah. I, don't don't, I don't stop have, that right yeah, now. Well, for one, probably, Even if you think it's successful, it's、yeah. not. Stop it. <laughs> so,、uh, but if that take that two hundred bucks, how many more flyers can I get for two hundred dollars? And they'll say you can get one hundred and fifty more. I'll take them. Absolutely. You know.、Um, so do that. And the other thing is, if you go back and listen to、um, like our episode on profit first, yeah, then you can talk about building your business where you're keeping profits, and then at that point in time, you've got some profits. In the bank, in the bank, yeah, and、um, that's not your credit card. It's not your working money. It's your profits. Right. And then when you you get to a year where you look back and you say, "Hey, I can double up those、um, brochures or those print ads or that online advertising or that social media posting, you know, whatever、yeah. whatever's making the money." Yeah. And you can take some profit, and you can put it into it. And and there's kind of there's kind of this thing where <laughs> you know you you're you're looking at. A zero sum game, or you're not. So, in other words, you're investing all the time that you possibly can into your business.、Mm-hmm. You are not going to invest any more time. So, what you're going to do is you're going to go back and find out what the most productive activities that you did with your time last year, as far as profits and enjoyment and whatever your values are,、um, and you are going to drop off things that were less successful and do things that were more successful. In in doing that, you'll spend the same amount of time,、mm-hmm. but you'll do a little bit better. And it's the same with the money that we're talking about, right? So if you are spending money on your business right now to get more business, you look at what you did last year. If you don't have any more money to invest, then you're going to spend nothing on the things that didn't work. Do more of the things that you did, just like we talked about. Yeah. Okay. So those are the zero sum approaches. In both of those circumstances, if you have more time. You'll have a better idea of what you should do more of. If you have more money, you'll you'll grow that way. You'll be able to invest in things that work. Yeah, right.、And、I know another thing that happens with our customers or somebody who's listening, and there's a、yeah. lot of people listening who are going to say, "I don't spend any money on advertising. I don't spend any. I don't really spend any money on marketing per yeah, se.、Right. It's me. I go、It's、out、time. there. I network. I meet people. I do things.、Yeah. I do good work. I get referrals. What I need is like more of me, right? You know. Um. So then. Um, you buy somebody else's time. You、yeah. know, you hire somebody. It doesn't mean you need to go all in on a full time employee, but you could hire somebody. If you go to markets, you can hire somebody to work with you. Yeah. Then you could talk to more people. Yeah.、Um, you could hire somebody to run、um, some production for you, so、yeah. you can do more networking. Or, or you know, it could be something like if if you're all full in time, but there are things that you would like to do. Maybe you do something like get, get a、um, somebody like Coldesi Graphics.、Mm-hmm. To do all your graphics and digitize, yeah, you could just which, put a part of your, which、business. is significantly cheaper than doing it yourself. If you have something else productive to do, if you are making money and you're in business, and you say what's holding you back is time, then your time is、um, extremely valuable. Yeah. So if you can pay a service to,、um, like you said, do your graphics for you,、yeah. do accounting for you. You know,、um, do deliveries for you. Man, I I know we've talked about this. You may. Um, love doing digitizing, and you may love doing graphics, but I 100% guarantee that that's not what makes you money in this business.、Mm-hmm. 
you are not making money digitizing and doing graphics. If you have an amazing idea that you are normally the one that brings it to life, then you should watch uh, Mark's video about the napkin for the Bulldogs, for the barbecue mm -hmm. thing, where you can have cold SE graphics turn that idea into a print quality graphic, mm -hmm. um, not using your time. If you spend a half an hour digitizing um, somebody's logo, I mean, I guarantee you could get that done for less money than your time is worth by somebody like Cold SE Graphics. It's just going to do an amazing job. And you can spend that hour or two hours or three hours that you just saved and go out and get a new customer, mm -hmm. you know, which is going to pay longer than just that that one thing that you had somebody else do. Yeah, yeah. And, and th that's all just so true. So we'd say if, if you... It's really easy to say if you spend money on something, spend more of it if it works, yes, right? Yeah. Um, and it it might be say I don't spend any money on those things. It's my time that it's all time. Yeah. Then what you're going to do is you're going to spend money on buying somebody else's time. Right. So then all of a sudden you you create time, and I guarantee you, you can find something essential to your business that doesn't matter if it's you almost at all. Yeah, and I, I do wanna throw up a flag for you guys that are actually out to grow your business and make money, not just kind of sustain or um, be entertained, you know, be involved mm -hmm. and have the side hustle. You know, if you find you're spending all of your time and you have no money to spend on any of these things that we're talking about, then you really need to take a super close look at your business and figure out what you can do to get to profit. Go back and read or listen to the Profit First podcast. Mm -hmm. Because if you spent a year, two years, or three years, and at the end of the month, you don't have any money extra to do something new or different, then you are not being successful. You're being entertained. You bought yourself a job and not a business. Yes. So you should definitely look at that. That's actually, um, it's interesting that we're going here today with this, but it, it's true though, is that, um, you can own your job or you can own a business. Yeah, that's right. So what it is, is if money is still tight and you work 50 hours a week yeah. and you don't really have any profit from your business, but you're paying your bills, right? Yeah. You're, you went on you went on a little vacations. You, yeah. bought, had, you bought Christmas gifts. I mean, you did all these things that are of a um, part of the life you want to lead. You yeah. might want to do better, but you're still really tight. Then, yeah, you have a job. You just happen to be the boss. Yeah, and I mean that's cool. Yeah, that's not a that's not a judgment. Yeah, right. This it may be like we call those lifestyle businesses. Yeah, I just want to do what I can to support the lifestyle and be an entrepreneur and live the way that I want to live. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Congratulations. Um, to do the things better is what we're what we're, we're talking about. Get being better and growing, and part of being better and growing is having uh, the profit and having yep. the ability to reinvest. And then that's just about restructuring your business a bit if you're not there. Um, just like I said earlier, you know, if if you want to, you know, binge watch or 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 whatever you do, yep. play golf or just sit, you know, sit around garden for the, a whole Sunday, whatever your hobby is, and you want to do that, and you and not then good, you know, that's good. It's about um, yeah. I, I talked to one of my friends the other day about um, working hard and yeah. about um, uh, he was talking about a family member of his that is um, always complains that. They never like uh, uh, they never have what they want. They can never get what they want. Right. And he said he's always complaining about this. And he like, but he doesn't really work that hard at his job. Yeah. He's like a mid-level yeah, yeah, yeah. employee. And then he comes home in the evening, and instead of he says he hates his job and he wants a new one. Instead of looking online for a new job, he plays video games till four in the morning. Yeah. And then passes out, gets not enough sleep, and goes to work the next That's day. That's his problem. He's tired. He's not <laughs> yeah. disappointed with his job. Yeah. So so there's that. And we were talking about that. Um, and then he said, but it's funny. The other guy, the other guy I know, yeah. he doesn't have anything. Yeah. He's barely got anything. Um, he doesn't, but he 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 says, you know, I, I go to work, I come home, I have I have six beers, yeah, and and then on Sunday I get on my little fishing boat, my trolling motor, and I spend the day out there, and he's really happy. Yeah. So you got to so like you know you are the same as as all of this as all this stuff. Right. You know, what category are you falling in? Um, if you're complaining about you don't have enough and you got to do these things, right? If you're happy living. Um, 
as you mentioned, you know, just where, where it's a lifestyle business, then you found your Zen. Yeah, that's it. I agree. But you're probably not listening to this. Um, <laughs> okay. So we talked about investing your time and investing your money. Now we're really going to talk about the, this is probably the riskiest thing. Mm -hmm. Oh and, yeah. And that is, you know, ways that you're going to spend um, new time and new money. You know, so these are the experiments that you're going to run. You know, if you see that, you know, you've maximized all of the time that you have that you were successful with last year and you've got your spend, you know, from last year where you where you want it. You know, you've identified mm -hmm. the things that work and you've spent as much money as you can to make those work. Now it's now we're looking at what can you do different and new in 2020? What are the experiments you're going to try? And this is a constant struggle for us yeah. to take us to the next level. You know, like, for example, um, one of the big projects that um, the the e-commerce site is going to go go through is a rewards program mm. that you're going to hear tons about. It's going to be an integral part of my, our business. It's all for you guys. And it's, it's incredibly expensive and time-consuming and a huge pain. And it may not end up changing our bottom line at all. You know, yeah. so so these are this is what we're at now. We talked about time, we talked about money. Now we're going to talk about you know both. Yeah, and this is going to be one that's if you are a uh, a new business, it's or, all or pretty new. Yeah, it's all both because all you've done is kind of just um, you don't even know what you've really done yet. You just yeah. happen to get some work. Um, yeah, you know, um, and you haven't really made any money yet. So that's you. Um, it's also going to be, you're going to be spending a lot in this category if you are that business that we just kind of described where it's a lifestyle business and you want it to change to more entrepreneurial yeah. where you've, you're building profits in a business and reinvesting and growing it a lot. Um, and then if you're ready, if you're ready kind of in that zone, yeah. then this is the time to, um, do you have some time and money that you can allocate to try and something new? And I really like the idea and this whole thing of doing all three of these things if you're an existing business. Okay. If, like finding some time that you can adjust yep. to do something better, finding some money you can adjust and spend more on, um, and then finding something new that yeah. you've not done as an experiment. If you've never yeah. done a farmer's market type of thing. Yeah, maybe you should. Try one. Yeah. You know? Um, and, I, and I think, you know, not to be self-serving here, but I think a new technology, we, we've talked a lot about you know, having a, a successful business. And then when you add another decorating method, if you're in the, the apparel business, or when you add another um, kind of promotional product to your business, you have real potential. You're investing time in learning this stuff and marketing it. You're investing money in the equipment and the training. You know, the payoff could be huge. We talk about that a lot, actually, yeah. on how um, going into your customers more. So that could be yes. a, um, some of how you're spending money in your business and a new risk. You currently don't offer um, anything for hats or you don't offer anything for yeah. t-shirts or whatever you might not do. Um, and you know your customers probably buy that stuff. Yeah. So you can invest in some equipment and the time and the energy to learn this. And then now what you're doing, you're just offering your customers more things. Yeah. And uh, we'll find that, we find that that works plenty. I mean, th th this this is absolutely what our business philosophy is. Yeah, it's it's part it's it's part of it at least. Yeah, and um, we find that if we offer a new style of product online, a certain percentage of our customers like buying from us, yep. um, and they would buy if they use it, they'd rather buy it from us, right? Yeah. And uh, we're all true of that with places where we shop, right? So we bring on a new product line, and all of a sudden. We we don't we're not really advertising it or doing anything Just yet. Put it on the website. Our customers are like, hey. I'm so glad you guys carry that yeah, now. I can yeah. buy it from you instead of these other guys. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I get I guess good. as as usual, I was thinking about the equipment side while you were thinking yeah. about more the more the consumables <laughs> yeah. and supplies. But you know, I was thinking that you know uh, many of you probably have an embroidery machine and a cutter from us, mm -hmm. or you've got a digital heat effects um, transfer printer. And you've got an embroidery machine or a Spangolite or a mm -hmm. rhinestone machine, you know, th those combinations of things. So what we've done is we've found a great product that we offer like you guys have. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a great customer base like you guys have that bought from us last year. 
And what we do from then on is we find new things to offer to those people in the same line. And, you know, sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. Like we've been very successful. We sell director garment printers and white toner printers and two different three different flavors of bling machines, great embroidery machine. If you haven't seen the new Avance, you definitely should. We sell UV printers. We just added one of those. Um, other vendors that are similar companies, you know, recently there was an embroidery machine manufacturer that started to sell director garment printers mm -hmm. and that was a failure for them. Oh yeah. You know, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, so it might not work, but man, if you're in a spot where you can invest in the time and the money in something that your customers might also love, then it's a huge win. Yeah. It really yeah. Is. Yeah. For real. And so I think that this is maybe a good, you know, brainstorm time to talk about some things that you can spend some a new risks and new time and yeah. money, right? Yeah. So uh, first and foremost, um, it's it's okay to be a little self-serving, right? I mean, if you what? haven't looked at um, Coldessi's website recently and you are thinking about something new for, for 2020, you, yeah. should, you should go just go there and look, yeah. right? And maybe there is a piece of technology that you'll see some of the things like Mark mentioned that you say this could be something that's good for me. Yeah. And you can do the same thing on colemanandcompany.com. Um, so I'd say, you know, look at that and then think about the opportunity within your customers. Um, it also might be a lot of the things we've talked about in all these other podcasts. So um, going to markets, yep. um, going to live sales events, yep. um, attending um, uh, some sort of a trade shows or events mm -hmm. that, are, that might be in your area. So there was a... Um, wasn't there a custom apparel place when we went to a podcast event? Yeah, yeah. So there was somebody this, selling shirts. There was a podcast event um, where it was for podcasters to talk to other podcasters and, and listen to podcasters talk about podcasting. Yes. Um, and they had a little event hall, and there was a bunch of sponsors there through people who had booths. Yep. And of course, they were selling things that were obvious. Like microphones. Yeah, and microphones. Hosting services. Software, yeah. Um, but there were also some other things like, and there was a there was a booth selling shirts. Yeah. And um, so maybe that is is another opportunity for you. Are there events in your area that that they that people might buy apparel from? Yeah. You? Or I, might have people who go who would order custom apparel. Yeah, I love that. If you're in a if you're in a real niche market like um, uh, what is the noodling like the oh, noodling okay. <laughs> like the like the unfortunate episode we recorded about noodling t-shirts, the niche market episode you should look for. Um, you know, if that's your if that's your thing, then maybe if you have something interesting and it's a very defined niche market, you might want to try Facebook advertising. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You may, maybe that's a way that you can get more business. Or, you know, there might be some kind of other digital advertising that you can do. Maybe there is a digital newsletter. Like if you get um, Printware Magazine's e-news, you'll see our mm -hmm. ads in it. If you get uh, an, a couple of educational newsletters, you'll see our ads in it. So maybe that's one way that you can grow by spending a little money testing out pay-per-click advertising. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. So you're talking about you can advertise on um, on Google, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit. Yeah. You know, there's tons of places you can go online where yep. you can spend money on advertising. Um, there's um, there's going to be organizations that have uh, members and websites, so you could advertise in your local chamber of commerce yeah. on their website and newsletter. You can maybe be able to do that within your school. You may be able to sponsor something. Yep. Your local parks and rec area, you know, anywhere. And this is a this is a great way to get ideas is just go around life um, and look, live. Live. That's step one. Step one is live. Step two is look. Yeah. Um, so oh. it does help um, to look and see, listen, and notice where am I seeing ads, mm -hmm. and where does it seem like um, that the person buying this ad is. Um, how, uh, probably a business of my size, or they used to be a business of my size. So probably not um, a television ad. Right. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. You're probably not seeing a lot of businesses of your size on TV. Right. Um, but you are seeing them in the local flyers. You're seeing them on Facebook. You're seeing them 
um, in school advertisements. Yeah. So you're seeing them in uh, Chamber of Commerce news, all, all these things. So look for this stuff. Keep your eyes out and eyes and ears open. And when you see a spot, then even if you're not sure if you're going to do this yet, uh, you can contact their advertising department or contact whoever's in charge of that and just yeah. ask, say, how much, uh, what's the cost to advertise with you guys? What do you yeah. offer? And they have a whole packet they'll send you. I love you. that. Um, and you might not understand it because some of them are kind of convoluted. So if you run into that and you, you can ping us, you can email us yeah. and say, hey, can you look at this marketing packet? What's it mean? Yeah. You know what? Actually, um, I'm glad you said that because I wanted to bring it up. We had somebody reach out to us to, um, you know, we always offer, we'll, we're happy to take a look at your Facebook profile, your your website, if the marketing package, somebody mm -hmm. offers you a deal, you know, you're welcome to send it to us and we will absolutely take a look. Yeah, and we were particularly excited about this one. So um, it appears that we're going to do a little feature mini episode. On yeah, it. I hope so. So stay That'll tuned for that. And uh, we'll talk about um, some things that, that she's doing. Yeah. Cool. So, so as far as episode 116, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm always pleasantly surprised at how good these turn okay. out. I'm always <laughs> like, I go, yeah, it might work, might not. It seems, it seems pretty good. I, I think it's good. Um, I really, the, the takeaway stuff that I see from this are, um, if you haven't reviewed really well what you've done so far, even if it's really little, even if you've done eight orders, yeah. you know, I mean, even if you're brand new, because um, that's the hardest time, I yep. think, is when you have no data. Mm -hmm. But um, if you review what you've done, take a look at what's worked, see what you can spend more time and more money in. That's it's not that hard. It is it is an onion of layers of things because yeah. you're going to look at one and then you're going to see something else behind it, and when you peel that, you're going to see something else behind that. But absolutely, I mean, episode one fifteen is a must. Yeah, I, I really, it really, think it you've got to if you've if you've Listen to it in the car and you never wrote anything down. Uh, listen to it again yeah. where you can write things down and then, you know, maybe take another swing at what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And, and then the last bit is to um, try to be inspired to do new things. Mm -hmm. You know, um, see what other folks are doing. See how much that costs. See how much time is, is in it. Yeah. See what the risk is. Um, if money's tight, um, see if you're willing to... Um, borrow money, you know, whether bank or credit card or another person, yeah. you know, to do that stuff if you think it's a good idea, because this is, um, doing that is going to be how you're going to get to a goal you're trying to reach. Yeah. You're probably not listening to this podcast and this episode if you're not trying to reach a better goal. Yep. And these are, this is, this is how we do it. This is how everybody does it really. So, um, so do it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been Mark Stevenson. And this is Mark Vila. You guys have an amazing business.